You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It is the Wednesday, September 29th edition of the show. I'm Gary. No, Chris. And we have got some things to discuss. Now, there's a bunch of news going on in the world. We don't have a bunch of time to talk about all that, but if you didn't know, uh, Boyd from the Bengals said that the Steelers quit last week. Josh Gordon is going to the Chiefs. He's been reinstated. Uh, let's see, Ohio State linebacker quit in the middle of a game last week. All kinds of stuff. You can find out all of that stuff elsewhere. It's all over Twitter. It's all over everything else. We're going to talk about some other things today before we do. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. Everywhere you need to be subscribed, everywhere you need to follow is right over there. Go check out the website. And the contest is back up. It is set up for this week. Uh, it, it, not, a, not a huge prize, but we're doing like a $20 Amazon gift card right now. Uh, prizes will continue to get better as the season goes along, but the contest is up. So go ahead and check that thing out. And, uh, and of course... Go ahead and check out the college football shows that Chris and I both do. Chris hosts one for Sportsbook Review. You can find it at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Or you can just click the link in the description, and it'll take you right to the YouTube page for you to subscribe and, and make sure and follow what he does. I do one for BetUS, the BetUS college football show. The link for that is also in the description right next to the one for Chris's show. You can find both of them very easily in the podcast or YouTube description or on the website for this show. You know, very simple. Very simple stuff. Uh, the show is brought to you by BetUS. Where the game begins, you can subscribe. Not subscribe. You can sign up using the promo code NCAAF2021. It's going to get you 125% deposit bonus up to $2,500. I mean, that is just a ridiculous deal, so make sure that you are signed up over there. BetUS, you can gamble on everything over there. Any kind of sport you want to, they got it all lined up. Very easy to do. Chris, my brother, how is the world today? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Pretty busy, but it's good. That's uh, it seems every week gets busier and busier right now. <laughs> There's so much news. There's so much stuff going on. Let's uh, let's hit on the first topic here. We are going to start doing this basically every week because you guys seem very interested in it. Got a lot of uh, comments. Got a lot of questions. Got a lot of traction with this last week. Where do we think college game day is going to go for week six, October 9th? Now, Chris, I have options for you, okay? okay. The, 
There is the ABC night game, which is Michigan at Nebraska. I think that that one's out of here, right? Yeah. All right. The next one I thought might have been a possibility had Virginia Tech won. Virginia Tech is off this week in week five. But Notre Dame travels to Lane Stadium. But I I don't know if you saw this. That game is going to be on the ACC Network. Like, it's a 6.30 p.m. game on the ACC Network. Like, the majority of the country is not going to be able to see this thing. So I doubt that they're going to do that. (laughs) I I think it kind of irritates me that they are using Notre Dame as a guinea pig this year. You know, they, they did the Peacock streaming thing, and now they're, you know, giving their game at Virginia Tech to the ACC Network, trying to, I guess, get more subscribers to the ACC Network because they know Notre Dame has a big fan base. But either way, I don't believe that that will be game day either. Do you agree? That's right. Okay, so here are the options. We have three SEC games and one Big Ten game. The Big Ten game is on Fox. Penn State at Iowa. They are going to Kinnick, and that is a Fox game at 3 p.m. Central Time next week. If if both of those teams win this weekend, Iowa, of course, going to Maryland. Penn State's got Indiana for the ABC night game. Is there there a possibility they could go there for a Fox game, kind of like they did for Notre Dame-Wisconsin? Yeah, I think I actually think that's the best game of the weekend if those teams are both undefeated. I think so, too. I think so, too. Uh, the three SEC games, Georgia at Auburn. If Auburn gets a win at LSU, maybe. But then you'd have to have Georgia beat Arkansas as well. Arkansas at Ole Miss could be interesting if one of those two teams pulls the upset, or even both. And then you've got Alabama and A&M, CBS night game, uh, 7 p.m. Central Time kick in College Station. Uh, I think I think they're probably just going to avoid the SEC altogether and just go to Penn State, or go to uh, go to Iowa. You feel yeah, like, go to Kinnick. I think that's the easiest way to do it. I think that's it may be your only shot to go to Kinnick this year, and that is an incredible scene. So that would be my guess, right? Penn State at Iowa. Yeah. Now what do you what do you do if Iowa loses? <laughs> I don't know what the answer to that question is because all of this hinges on whether or not these teams win. But as of right now, I mean we are recording this, you know, it's uh, it's the Wednesday show. I that would be that would be the best guess. So, next topic on the board that I wanted to bring up here. They just announced Notre Dame is going to play BYU in 2022 at Allegiant Stadium. So, going to Vegas to play BYU, Notre Dame 6-2 and all-time against BYU. Uh, this is Has anybody gained more traction from the beginning of the pandemic through now than BYU? Yeah, probably not. They they've really done an unbelievable job. Their athletic director um, and, and their athletic department should should be proud of themselves. Uh, very what what much they've so. accomplished over the, over just the last year and a half. Um, they they are a a namesake in college football right now, and they have been. They've got a great history, but in modern times of football, they've kind of been on the back burner for the last fifteen years. Uh, last time these teams played, 23-13 to Notre Dame win on November 23rd in 2013. The quarterbacks in that ballgame, Tommy Reese outdueled Taysom Hill in that ballgame. <laughs> Tommy Reese, of course, now the Notre Dame offensive coordinator, and Taysom Hill, of course, plays for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, but I do think that that is going to be 
a fascinating matchup, a lot of fun. BYU has got a lot of guys that are going to be back next season. Same with Notre Dame. Both, you know, relatively young teams should be one hell of a matchup. It's going to be October the 8th in 2022, and I'm pumped about it. I think this is a classic matchup. We hadn't seen it, you know, like I said, it's been eight years, 2013. Going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun. We have got realignment talk, my brother. The AAC, it has been reported today that Air Force and Colorado State have worked out a deal with the AAC to leave the Mountain West and join that conference. Talks with Boise and San Diego State broke down, and it is expected to be announced sometime next week. This seemed kind of fast, but of course we have seen a lot of things move very quickly. The talk right now is that there are more Mountain West teams that would like to leave to join the AAC, just not San Diego State and Boise. Now, who those teams are, I have no idea. I I can't even begin to speculate. I know that it is expected that UAB is going to join in the next you know, week or two after Air Force and Colorado State are announced. That puts the AAC back up to 11 teams. Do you, do you have any ideas? I, I feel like Fresno could be a lot of fun in the AAC, but I don't know that they would want to come over if they have no other California counterpart. I don't, I don't know what the end game is here. How, what are your thoughts on it? So I'm shocked that Boise and San Diego State are not in. I'm also shocked that the AAC was interested in Colorado State. I don't know why. And I will tell you this. uh, They put a lot of investment in their football program. But I will say this. They make some of the dumbest hires you have ever seen in your life. I have no idea. Uh, Steve Adazio, like as much as we love Steve Adazio, he was not a good fit there at all. And on top of that, the guys that they brought before that, Mike Bobo, Jim McElwain proved successful. But... Even that was not a, a great fit. I guess maybe it was because at least McElwain had Mountain West experience from when he was over at Fresno. But good gracious, man. I, I don't I don't know what they're doing inside that athletic department, but they do have a ton of support from from their boosters, et cetera. And I mean they got a hell of a stadium. They got a massive media market because they're right outside of Denver. You know, now I don't know why you would need both Air Force and Colorado State. But that's the problem. I don't know why you brought both of them. I do know why Air Force came. We've already got Navy. So so it just makes sense that we would try to get all of the armed forces at some point in time. That would that would draw some cachet to the American conference. That makes you know, that all makes total sense to me. I just don't understand why they would want um Colorado State. And like I said, I don't get why the other two schools would rather stay in the Mountain West. Yeah, I the only so what I have read is that Boise State really wants to um, they really want to be in the next lineup for the Big 12, right? Because they are expecting the Big 12 to expand again after this first round of realignment. And who knows what that's going to look like or when that will be, probably 2024. Why leave to go to another league if you're just going to end up in the Big 12 anyway? I, if the Big 12 wanted them, I don't know why they wouldn't have taken them in its first batch honestly, but either way, I outside of those two teams, we've got Wyoming, we've got New Mexico, we've got Utah State, uh, Fresno State, San Jose State, Nevada, Hawaii, UNLV. Um, maybe Nevada? I mean, 
<laughs> I don't no. know. I think maybe you don't stick to the Mountain West after this. Maybe you go and get those two out of Colorado and you go find somebody else. Maybe you go pluck a a Liberty from the independent ranks. Maybe you go pull somebody else. Uh, I will tell you this, for the Mountain West, what this does is open up two spots. I think there's a possibility that they end up bringing North Dakota State and South Dakota State into the Mountain West. And I think it it could pay dividends for everybody involved if that were to happen. I think those are the next two up that would do well by moving up to the FBS. You kind of feel the same way? Yes. Sam Houston State, maybe. Maybe. James Madison, maybe. But that seems like a pretty good fit there because the the Mountain West is going to be looking for uh, new partners. So uh, the ever-changing landscape, of course, continues on. Realignment continues on. But enough with that. Let's go ahead and dive into our NFL Week 3 recap Every week, I ask Chris four questions, and we will go ahead and jump into it. The best games of the weekend. Uh, Chris, I'll go ahead and tell you, the Raiders and the Dolphins in overtime, 31-28, to was a hell of a lot of fun. That was a good ball game. Uh, did you have a different one for us? Um, yeah, I I think the, the Packers and the Honor game was pretty pretty great. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, that was that. And then also the Chiefs-Chargers game. That one was a, a hell of a lot of fun. Hell of a lot of fun. I also wrote down Ravens 19, Lions 17. Um, but we'll we'll talk a little more about that as to... Uh, I've, I've got maybe something to do with that with who won the weekend. Uh, the most surprising result. I had the Saints absolutely putting it on the Patriots in Foxborough. That, it's not that Mac played uh, poorly. That was super surprising because all the rookies have kind of been eh so far this season. I think... The thing that really surprised me was just the utter beatdown that the Saints put on the the Patriots. Uh, this was Jameis played really well in this game. Now he had really good opportunities thanks to uh, to where Matt gave him the football and whatnot. But all in all, like the the fact that the Saints went up to Foxborough and won that game the way they did, that was the most surprising to me. Did you have a uh, different one? Yeah, the most surprising of the weekend for me was the Steelers absolutely quitting on the their team uh, against the Bengals. Yeah. they At home in Pittsburgh, <laughs> they got destroyed. It was, it was gross. Uh, if there is a player in the National Football League that is more past his prime than Ben Roethlisberger, I don't know who it is. I mean, that was, that was embarrassing. Like, and not, not just the whole team. It, it seemed like the whole team knew that Ben can't get it done. That that would look like to you. Yeah, Ben's done. I mean, he is. This this is a guy that is completely washed. the The videos going on of him, you know, the rollout where he throws the ball and then just falls down. I mean, he's, it, it, he's trying. He's like tripping over himself. This man is a professional athlete. And remember when everyone said he's coming into camp in the best shape of his life? Uh, no, sir. No, nope. sir. This, this is the worst shape any human's ever been in walking on a football field. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't understand how they're allowing this to continue because this is two straight games where he has not looked very good at all. Uh, still found a way to put, like, the, the talent around him on offense is absurd. 
He put up over 300 yards passing. Like, they've got a good wide receiver core. Like, they, they got a great running back. The offensive line is weak. But my gosh, uh, at this point, I'm almost questioning why not just roll with Dwayne Haskins? Like, he cannot possibly be worse than what we're seeing out of Ben Roethlisberger. So, I, and this is coming from a, a damn the Steelers fact, fan. Like, ugh. The fact that they did not address the quarterback position is an absolute shame. I mean, yes. we, we talk about the Roonies, and we talk about Mike Tomlin, and Mike Tomlin is an unbelievable coach, and they are unbelievable owners. We, it, they deserve all the accolades that we've given them over time. But, but the fact that they came into the 2021 season and that was their quarterback room, people need to be fired for that. Yes. Yes. I, I don't know what else to say with it. I, Tomlin came out on Tuesday and said, we're not hitting the panic button yet. Uh, Big Ben is still our quarterback, blah, 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 blah. Like, brother, you need to reshuffle the whole deck. You need to figure out what is going on because you cannot win football games in this league like that. And now they get to go to Lambeau, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But, whew, I mean, that was uh, that was bad. That that was actually my answer to the next question was who lost the weekend. Um, as Steelers, you know, 24-10 to 10 loss at home to the Bengals. Uh, I, I think it's time for Dwayne Haskins. you got to try something else here because – you cannot get it done with Big Ben uh, with Big Ben at quarterback right now. Uh, who did you have as losing the weekend? So my loser of the weekend was not them. Uh, crap, let me find my paper. I've already flipped it over. Oh, <laughs> it was the Bears. It was the Bears. Oh. This, this team. Listen, I think Justin Fields is going to be an okay quarterback. I'm not I'm not giving him a damn gold jacket yet. Okay, but the offense they designed for him on Sunday was was god awful. Just god awful. Oh, Dan Orlovsky People, said that uh that it that was a fireable offense. The the game plan yeah. that they drew People up for him. People need to be fired. Yes. Yeah. Like it, it was it was so so bad. Uh what did he have? 68 yards passing and he had 67 yards in sacks. So he ended the day with what? Like 1 yard passing. 1 yard passing. God. A single yard passing. It's one thing to not trust your quarterback. It's another to never put them in a position to be successful, right? I, I just I feel like there were so many other things they could have done. And, of course, they were going up against a good team. Like, the Brownies are good. But whew, uh, who did you have as winning the weekend? Um, Man, I, 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 it's hard to argue against Miles Garrett, but it, that's a single guy. I, I think it was the Rams. Uh, yeah, big time. Big time Rams. Uh, I did have a single guy, uh, Justin Tucker. 66-yard field goal as time expires, hits the crossbar, bounces over. Uh, that, that was awesome to see. 66 yards. So, <laughs> so here's the deal. What he did was unbelievably impressive. Visually, the drama, all of it, unbelievably impressive. Here's the reason I can't give him that credit. I'm just not giving him that award because – in my perfect world, kickers are faced out of football. In 10 years, they, that's not a position anymore. That's, that's it. Okay, okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. I can, I can I, see I never where want you're to coming see another from. Field goal kick. I never want to see an extra point kick again the rest of my life. You you have fallen head over heels in love with Kevin Kelly, hadn't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> For those that don't know what we're talking about, the Presbyterian coach that never punts, 
never kicks extra points, always goes for two. Uh, when he has to kick off, he does an onside kick every time. Um, the analytics say it's better for you to have the football. It's I believe in math, Yeah. I believe in math. I can, uh, I can get down with it. I can get down with it. All right, that is going to wrap up our recap for this week. You ready to jump into the uh, the big games of the weekend? Yeah, come on. Let's do it. First game on the board. Thursday night football is going to Cincinnati. The Bengals are hosting the Jaguars, and the Bengals, Joe Burrow's bunch, are seven and a half point favorites. The total is 46 odds. Brought to you by BetUS, where the game begins. Of course, you can click the link in the description to sign up with a big-time sign-up bonus. So go ahead and check that thing out. I um, The Bengals look like a pretty good football team right now. Uh, their defense looks pretty good. Now, part of that might just have been how inept the Steelers were on offense. But Jamar Chase, he and Joe Burrow could win games by themselves, it feels like. They are Seems rolling. like he didn't have a problem catching the football. <laughs> right? And like in the preseason, it I don't was hear all... any of it. I don't hear any of the sons of bitches in the NFL media writing any apology letters or coming out saying that they were wrong about trying to destroy this guy's career before he even started. <laughs> I don't know if they were trying to destroy his career. They were just reporting what they had seen and what they had heard. No, uh, no, no, no. They absolutely were not. He was asked a question What is different about the football in college oh, yeah. and pros? Oh, and okay. he said one has a stripe on them and the other does not. And then they did a report that said he can't catch the football because it doesn't have a stripe. That is trying to take a guy down. That is trying to destroy a man's reputation before he even gets it going. I no, what... no, that is nefarious at nature. Now, I would sue that person for defamation. That was, uh, wasn't that Lombardi? Wasn't that Mike Lombardi? No, it, I don't think it was Mike Lombardi. I think Mike Lombardi shared it out because that's what a lot of other people do. One guy does a report that's shitty, and then everybody else who's lazy as fuck take that report, and then they just share it out as if it's the God's gospel, and then they comment on that. And all those people can kiss my ass. So Jamar Chase is looking fantastic right now <laughs> yeah. to get us Rookie back the on the year, game. Right uh, now. The Jaguars do not look great right now. Uh, they no. they can get nothing done, and now they got to go on the road to Cincinnati on a short week after getting beat by the Cardinals at home. And there were promising things in that Cardinals game, yeah. But uh, I I still I will tell you this: Trevor Lawrence finding it a little bit more difficult to be a quarterback in the NFL as opposed to uh, being a quarterback in college. I, I will say that because he has not looked no very good at all. He's made some really poor decisions. Um. I'm rolling Bengals here. Even even with the hook, I don't care. I think they win this game by double digits on a short week at home. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the number with the hook, but I mean, I guess if it, if you did if the hook wasn't there, everybody in the world would be betting the Bengals. So the hook's going to make me bet the Bengals also. Um, I, I'm, I, there's not. I haven't seen a number yet that would say no. Let's go Jags. I do think at some point in time they're going to win a game. Okay. Teams don't go winless in the NFL. We got an extra game to get a win in. One day these guys are going to find the W. I thought last week they were going to do it when they were up, and then they just pissed the game away. Anyway, give me the Bengals. Short, short week traveling. Um, 
Look, at total DVOA, like Cincy is number 11 and Jacksonville is number 31 right now. Like, that's just, that's not good. Cincinnati's defense has been the biggest thing here. Their defense is number four in defensive value over uh, over adjusted, like, or over average. Uh, the offense and the defense here, Cincinnati's offense against Jacksonville's defense, pretty pedestrian, both of them. Uh, Jacksonville is number 27 on defense, Cincinnati number 25. But Cincy's defense... I just don't think that they're going to give anything up in this ball game. So I fully expect them to be able to cover. I think they'll win by double digits on Thursday night. Uh, next game on the board here, we are going to uh, Dallas. That's right. The Cowboys hosting the Carolina Panthers. This is a 1 p.m. Eastern time game on Sunday. Cowboys a five-point favorite, total of 50 and a half. And the Cowboys look good on Monday Night Football, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. This team is rounding into shape. They look pretty good. Things are going okay. Uh, the running game is finally coming on for the Cowboys, and I feel, of course, the Panthers undefeated, and defense looks great. You know, at Sam Darnold, maybe not as bad as everybody assumed him to be. Uh, the matchup in this game to watch, uh, Carolina is is number one in defensive DVOA. Dallas is number six. That is going to be where the game is won. Whoever can can strengthen in their spot the most in that in that position whoever can push the other one around uh because the offense and defense for the cardinal or Car- god i cannot talk today carolina and dallas uh carolina's offense number 12 dallas defense number 15 overall numbers carolina much better than dallas i do think dallas overall is the better football team dallas is more tested it's five feels like it might be too many i don't care give me the cowboys i think that they I think they end this streak for Carolina. Uh, Darnold going on the road. Like, get, give me this Cowboys defense here. Panthers might lose this game for the first time all year, but the Panthers won't get beat by five. This is going to be a close game. They're a good football team. They're going to keep it tight. They're going to give uh, Dallas fit. Um, I, I think the offense is good. The run game won't look as good next week as it did this week. That's just that, – they're too well coached. They tackle real well. They don't let guys break tackles on them. Um, and uh, and they get after the quarterback, and they give you problems. And offensively, I think they got just enough weapons to spread this thing around. Don't need McCaffrey. They'll be fine. Everybody else will pick it up. And and I think they got a shot to win the game. I absolutely think I like them with, with more than a field goal. Give me, give me the Panthers. Yeah, that's uh, I will say that. We didn't bring it up, but McCaffrey being out like that, that does really hurt, like, to me. Um, but we'll see. Man, to me, it doesn't do anything because it didn't do anything last year. This is what tells you what running backs are valued at, okay? The Baltimore Ravens have the worst running back locker room in the country right now, and the Baltimore Ravens are the second-best run team in football. That's if true. you want to run the football, you just run the damn football. Yeah, but I, I will tell you this. The Panthers don't have Lamar Jackson. Like, and Lamar Jackson has been the guy running the football for the Ravens, so – uh, I'm just, but I'm just telling you, they'll find a way to run the ball, and they'll find a way to spread it out. They'll be fine. Uh, Other guys will step up. It'll be okay. On defense, uh, J.C. Horn is out. Uh, C.J. Henderson is questionable. Um, you know, Gross, uh, Gross Matos, the defensive end, he's doubtful for this game. Like, there's, there's a lot of injury concerns on Carolina. Uh, it's part of the reason why I think the Cowboys are going to cover. But you got the Panthers plus five, and I can totally understand it because I also am a Matt Rule believer. Um, even though not in this game. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, next one on the board, we are going to Minnesota, and they are facing off against your Brownies. The Cleveland Browns are a two-point favorite on the road, total of 53, and the Browns have looked really good, man. Uh, Outside of losing that, that tight game with the Chiefs early on the road, they've won the last two weeks and have looked good. The offense maybe not totally in sync. Defense looks very improved. I'm... I'm a fan of this team, and I know that the Vikings, you know, finally got uh, the monkey off their back. They finally got their W, and they get to host this game. But I don't know. Uh, I, I I feel like this is one of those where the Browns go on the road. And they kind of uh, they they do what they want to do in this ball game. I think that they are they are matched up where they can do whatever they want to. I don't trust this offensive line for the Vikings here, and that is not a matchup that you want with Miles Garrett. I'm going to take the Browns minus two on the road. Yep, that's the answer. Browns are going to go into Minnesota. Browns going to come up with a win. They'll cover this number. This defense is unbelievable. They are going to give Kirk Cousins fit. I'm telling you, you're talking about a guy who's just begging to make a mistake, begging to have a bad game. And uh, and, and I think that's going to happen. Um, no Cook, I think, is not going to be in this game. So, so that hurts them. And uh, – uh, from the other side of the ball, you know, the Vikings' defense much improved from the first two weeks of the season. Last week, they finally looked pretty good. But I think they're running into a different style team. The The offensive line for for the uh, the Seahawks is just not very good at all. They, they've done a terrible job of developing that offensive line, of building that offensive line, of driving at that offensive line, and, and, and working it together. Uh, the Browns, have done an exceptional job. I think they're going to be a completely different kind of game um, with the Vikings in this offensive line, pushing them around, opening up run plays, giving Baker time to make plays. I think it's going to. I think it's going to cause problems. I tend to agree with you. I who would have thought a couple of years ago uh, in Baker's first season that we would take Baker Mayfield over Kirk Cousins. Because I think that was right when Kirk Cousins was was signing with the Vikings. Everybody thought that this was, you know, a match made in heaven. This is going to be great, and it has not worked out. So, uh, with that said, you know, we're both taking the Browns on the road. The next one up and our last one in the 1 p.m. time slot is the Kansas City Chiefs going to Philadelphia. And, brother, they are a nine-point favorite at the Eagles. Uh, 54.5 is the total. Again, 
Odds brought to you by BetUS, where the game begins. Sign up using the promo code NCAAF2021. Get a 125% deposit bonus. Uh, the link is down in the description. And uh, the Chiefs, of course, have lost two straight. I feel like they might come out and and just throw the ball all over the field on the Eagles because the Eagles have shown me that I don't know that they can really stop anybody. Right? The, the 49ers only scored 17 on them. That was in Philly. And this one also in Philly, but... The 49ers don't have the same weapons. They run a completely different scheme. I I think, like Andy Reid, by the way, out of the hospital, uh, he was treated for dehydration. So he's going to be fine. He's going to be back. No big deal. I, I think the Chiefs might just be super pissed off right now because they have lost two close ball games. Their defense is not great, but their offense can still get it going. They can cook, and I think they are going to cook on this Eagles defense. I mean, we just saw the Cowboys do it. And the Cowboys offensively, it's somewhat similar to what the Chiefs run. So I will absolutely take the Chiefs in this spot. I think they're going to throw the ball all over the yard here. Uh, give me give me the Chiefs minus nine. Like, it's it's a big number, but I think they're absolutely going to cover it. So I'm going to take the uh, the Eagles here. Um, <clears throat> it's too big of a number. My, my problem is this. I don't have any logic. I don't have any reasoning. The Eagles look bad. The Chiefs look weird. Um I'm going to bet against the Chiefs until the Chiefs cover a number, okay? I'm just going to keep doing that. But is because it the 1-12 in, in their last 13? There were 1-12 right? going in the last week. So now they're 1-13 now covering the line. And at some point in time, they're going to cover a game. But you know what they have a hard time stopping? The run. You know what the Eagles do pretty damn well? They run, run. the football. <laughs> they can't throw the ball. Jalen can't throw the ball at all. But he is not going to have to. Just run. Keep Patrick on the sideline. Keep Patrick on the other side of the field, getting frustrated. Chew up clock. Control the line of scrimmage. And run the football down their throat. And you don't have to win the game. You just don't have to get blown out. Yeah. Bet US, by the way, is the only book on the planet that I've seen this number at. It is still nine there. Every other sports book in the world is seven. Is seven? Seven. Wow. Okay. So if if you like the Chiefs, well, you better I'm go get a seven. Seven and seven and a half. All right. So if uh, if you want a seven, you got to go elsewhere. But if you if you like the Eagles, that nine pretty tasty. Right. Uh, even at nine, right. I still like the Chiefs here. But we will uh, we will go head to head on that one. So we got we got two games that we're going head to head on so far. Let's move on to the next one. This is our first one in the afternoon time slot, and that would be the. Cardinals headed to L.A. against the Rams. Now, the Rams, a five-point favorite, coming off that big win over the Tampa Bay Bucks last week. Uh, 54.5 is the total. A lot of points expected. A lot of points expected. And that is totally fine. Um, the numbers are, are finally getting back up into the 50s, by the way. And so, it, it, the book's starting to catch up with everything now that we are four weeks in. Um, or, I guess, three weeks in. Headed into week four. The Rams here... I wonder if there's a little bit of a hangover from last week. Like, can they continue to play at this level week in and week out? The Cardinals, fantastic offense. We know that Rams defense has been pretty good. How much did they put into last week? I think the Cardinals, because it is a division foe, because these two teams know each other so well, Cardinals have played really well to start off the season, too. And they're what? They're, both teams are 3-0? and Like, this is a massive, massive game. I, I think the Cardinals can keep this close. I think they can keep this within five points because I think there's a little bit of a hangover effect here. 
Uh, Cardinals, you know, got to go play Jacksonville last week. Now <laughs> the Rams had to play the Bucks. I like I like the Cardinals here. I think Kyler Murray's playing really well now that he's healthy. So we're going to go ahead and head again on this one. Okay. I, one of these teams is not supposed to be undefeated, and the other one is. The one that is supposed to be undefeated is going to beat the other one. The Rams are a better football team. The Cardinals are doing this with smoke and mirrors and luck, okay? They're still making bad decisions from a coaching perspective, and their players are just either bailing them out or the other teams that they're playing are bad enough to where they can't capitalize, all right? They beat up on the Vikings. They beat up on the Jags. Congratulations. And 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 those teams, they made tons of mistakes in the game. Those teams are just bad enough to not be able to do anything about those mistakes. Yeah, I can I can see where you're coming from. Um, I I feel like I feel like the line was a little a little stinky. <laughs> it's just part of the reason why I'm going this direction. Um, I just I, I feel like Arizona can keep this thing close. Arizona, by the way, against the Rams, won uh, eight and one against the spread in their last ten. The last time that they covered against the Rams was 2017. Like January of 2017, so I—that's why I feel like this line was a, a little, a little tricky. Like it's a little stinky here. So I, I'm going to roll with the Cardinals. You know, don't feel great about it, but I think I think they got enough where they can actually, because of the hangover effect and everything else, I think they can keep this thing at least within five points. I don't know that they'll win. I don't expect them to win, but either way, so you're rolling Rams minus five. I got Cardinals plus five at the exact same time. Uh, over in San Francisco, the 49ers will be hosting the Seattle Seahawks, and that line sits at the 49ers as a three-point favorite. Of course, they lost in the most heartbreaking fashion on Sunday night against the Packers, scored a touchdown with 40-something seconds left to go up by one, and Aaron Rodgers drove right back down the field and kicked a field goal with no time left on the clock and celebrated and had a good time and all that good stuff. 49ers now have to come back home against the Seahawks, and this is always a a close ball game for whatever reason. Uh, I like the Seahawks here. I know that their offensive line is going to have problems with the 49ers defensive line because the Seattle offensive line has problems with everybody. They just do. However, that 49ers secondary has some issues. This is Seattle in, in wounded animal mode. I feel like this is one where they can actually get back right I'm going to take Seattle. I think they got a chance to win this ball game. So you give me three points, I will absolutely take it. Give me Seattle plus three. Yeah, this is the one I have the most trouble with, and and I've gone back and forth. At the end of the day, I'm just I'm going to try to pick the winner, and I think the I think I'm going to just go with the home team. I think this is a coin flip game. I think both these teams are the same. I really do. If this game was in Seattle, I'd take Seattle. If the game was in 49ers, I'd take 49ers. I just I think they're identical. I think they're incredibly flawed. I think they have a couple of good things going for them. But for some reason, they always seem to find themselves in weird-ass games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm absolutely with you there. Uh, these two teams, by the way, 5-5 five and five against the spread against each other over the last 10 meetings. And whoever the home team is uh, typically finds a way to cover. And that would be San Francisco in this spot. But, you know, uh, <laughs> you can never tell with this. Uh, at, at least going 
at least going back a little ways, the home team tends to uh, tends to cover. Uh, you know what? I take that back. I'm looking at this wrong. It actually makes no difference because they've swapped it up year in and year out. So I was looking at it wrong. Uh, no, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who the home team is. Uh, these two teams, for whatever reason, pay, uh, they played tight ball games. Last year was a 10-point game in November, and in January it was a 3-point game, a 5-point game in December 2019, a 3-point game, a 3-point game, uh, a whipping by Seattle in 2018. And, I mean, just a bunch of 3-point games here. So this feels like a 3-point game. Either way, I'll I'll take the head start. Give me Seattle plus three. So which which direction are you going? I'm going to go to the 49ers. Going 49ers, going with the home team. All right, going head to head again. I can uh, I can get with it. We got three more to hit here. Uh, no, we got four more. We're going to roll through them. Ravens at the Broncos. This is a 4:25 p.m. Eastern time kickoff, and the Ravens. Uh, this is a pick 'em. That, that's surprising to me. Ravens. They have played a lot of football. They they started off on Monday night, no buy yet. They played a lot of games in very short uh, very short days. Uh, <laughs> and now they got to go to altitude, which you know has something to do with it in the NFL for sure. I I don't know what to. Ma- I I think I'm going to go Broncos here because I think that the Ravens looked tired against the Lions. Maybe they look different when they come out this time. But they, they have been fighting, and they have traveled all over the place to play these games. I Third road game in the first four weeks, I'm, I'm going to take the Broncos at home. I think they've been playing incredibly well. Teddy Bridgewater, the, the cool, steady hand that this bunch needed. K.J. Hamler is out with a torn ACL. He's out for the season. They still got other weapons. Jerry Judy is on the sideline as well uh, for another, what, like three, four weeks, something like that. So this, there are still weapons for the Broncos. And and I think they can find a way to get it done. So I'm going to take the Broncos as a pick them here. So we'll go ahead and have one more time. I um, I think this Broncos team is much better than they've been in the past, okay? They're really good. Being 3-0 and is a big deal. This is one of those teams that nobody in the world thought would be 3-0 and before the season started. There's no chance I can see them being 4-0. I just can't. I, I can understand that. I can. I, I think the schedule may have had a little bit to do with it. Um, but, yeah, the Ravens, you know, eventually I feel like these injuries are going to catch up with them. Of course, the Broncos have a bunch of injuries on their side as well. So, I mean, who who knows what to make of it. But uh, I was wanting to look at the matchup here, and it's taken a minute for it to actually pull up. So, there it goes. Um, Baltimore, number 13 in total DVOA. Denver, number 5. Uh, Denver's defense number five in the NFL right now. Denver's offense, number seven. Baltimore's defense is number 20 in total DVOA. And Baltimore's offense, number 13. Uh, the the game, of course, or the, the part of the game where this might favor Baltimore is, of course, special teams. Baltimore, number one, and Denver, number 26. When you got Justin Tucker back there, uh, it, it makes things a little bit easier because you can almost always count on three points. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Broncos. Um uh, I almost I looked at this as another kind of shady line as why is this a pick on why are the Ravens not favored and watching the Ravens against the Lions they just looked beat up last week so so we'll see we will see I'm rolling Broncos you're rolling Ravens that gets us to our last 425 p.m. Eastern time kick and that is the Steelers headed to the Packers 
This is a seven-point line, and you know, I again, I look at some of these as a little bit of a, a shady line. Like, why are the Packers not favored by double digits? And I think it just has to do with the fact that it's the Steelers. It's just the name on the jersey. But this Steelers team does not look good at all. And as long as Ben or Big Ben is the quarterback going up against this Packers team, I. I do not expect them to keep this in single digits at all. I think the Packers are going to win this going away. This this Steelers team is not good, man. They are not good at all. Uh, the defense got some injuries that they're dealing with. And if you got injuries on defense and your offense can't do anything, the Packers, I think, will have no problem scoring. And even, even if the Packers' defense wasn't very good, I still don't think the Steelers would be able to score. So, so give me the Packers minus seven here. This one we're going together on. I I don't know what the Steelers are going to do in this game. The the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are figuring this thing out. They're getting things rolling. That offense is moving. This defense is going to be able to find ways to get stopped because, hell, everybody's able to get stopped against Steelers lately. It, it, it's just something's wrong in Pittsburgh. How did this team beat the Bills in week one? Like, there should be a. Uh, you got a lot of weird. You got a lot of weird things in week one that happen. Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong about that. I just there should be a federal investigation into that ball game. <laughs> I mean, that was just absurd. Like, there's no there's no reason on this earth why the Steelers should have won that game, and and yet they did. Especially with the way that the the Bills have been scoring since then. I mean, what was it? A thirty-five to nothing win over the Dolphins the very next week, and then last week they put up what forty-three on Washington's defense. And yeah. I mean, just get out of here with only scoring sixteen on the on the Steelers. Like, give me a break. Give me a break. All right, so we're both rolling pack minus seven. Uh, we got two more Sunday night football heads to New England. Foxborough will be cooking because Tom Brady, the chosen one, is back to face his old mentor. Bill Belichick, the Patriots, a seven-point underdog at home against the Bucks, total of forty-nine here, and I have to go with the Patriots. I gotta go plus seven. I know they didn't look good last week. I wonder if part of that was a look ahead. You wouldn't expect that from Bill Belichick, but who knows? A rookie quarterback going up against Tom Brady sounds like a recipe for disaster. But part of me wonders if. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, man, we should have gone against the Bucks and, and against the Pats uh, last week. We, like, I wonder if it was a look-ahead spot for both of them. Um, I I wonder how much emotion plays into this. Do you think any of it plays into it? Uh, yeah, I think these people are people. I mean, I think they're real, and, and you know, they have feelings just like everybody else. So, absolutely, I think emotions are going to be a part of this. What, what do you make of this game? I, I know... I know the Patriots did not look good last week. So, well, hang on, whoa, whoa, let's stop. The Patriots aren't good, Gary. Like, what's good on their team? Is their offensive line good? Uh, the answer that's no. By the no, way. the answer that's no. I've watched them. I've watched them three weeks in a row. You're, you're taking too long. The answer is no. Okay, is 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 uh is Max good? The answer to that right now is no. no. Max Max not good. Are the wide receivers good? No. No. No, the answer is no. Okay? Uh, are, are, are the tight ends good? Uh, they're supposed to be, but they're they're not playing very well right now. One of them's hurt. 
Are the running backs good? Well, they got one good one, and then, uh, you know, a bunch of guys that we just don't know a whole lot about. Okay, so if the offense is terrible, the offense is really bad, which it is, then then how can the defense hang at all when they're on the field constantly? This team is not good, Gary. Yeah. Okay, so so is the is the right answer to this actually Bucks minus seven? Like does does Tom I Brady think, want to go in here and just put it to uh his his old boss? Well, it's just a matter of can they stop him? Because I, does he want to? Yeah. Can he's gonna try to. Can the can the Pats do anything about that? I I guess I guess not. Now that, I mean so here's where Tampa Bay's weak right now. Tampa Bay's secondary is absolute Swiss cheese. Okay, they they are calling in Richard Sherman to try an emergency fix this thing. Okay, like they they're they've been decimated in the injuries from the secondary perspective. But there's no team in the world you want to play if your secondary is banged up in the Patriots right now. Yeah, yeah, like that. I, there's nobody to throw the football to. I mean, like, I, I I don't even... I'm looking at the injury list for the Patriots. I I mean, so Belichick did say on Monday it's a possibility that, that Nikhil Harry returns to practice this week. That's irrelevant. But I, that doesn't do anything for me. You know, yeah. I I don't know. Like, I, I want to take the pat so bad in this because it feels like one of those games that... That should go down to the wire, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip my pick. <laughs> it should it should be a great game, Gary. It, it should, should. We all deserve this to be a great game. Yes, I we we're gonna need a miracle from the Pats for this to be a great game. I'm I'm gonna take. All right, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I'm gonna take the Bucks. That's uh. God, I feel like this is this is setting me up. This this is not. Well, one of I'm my gonna super I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my Pats to cover, just to keep it close. That's it. But I have no. The only thing they can do is run the football. But but a they got a bad offensive line, and b they're playing the best run defense in football. So that's going to be really hard to do. Um, I'm hoping we see some flashes of Mac. All I can hope for is that Mac sees this as his opportunity to show Patriot fans, hey. Tom wasn't everything. You've got me, and, and we're going to be okay. I, I, I don't. I don't think they can win the game. I, I never like taking the dog if I don't think they can win. This is one of those times where I'm I'm taking the dog, and I don't think they can win. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I Tampa Bay number seven in overall DVOA. New England twenty one. Uh, New England's offense is number twenty six in that metric. Tampa Bay's defense is number seventeen. Uh, New England's defense, number eight. However, Tampa Bay's offense is number five. So, uh, maybe, maybe it can be close somewhere. I don't know. I, you, you talked me into the Bucks, and then you took the Pats. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm gonna always take the Pats. Yeah, what do I do with the? What do I do every week in the college football game? It's a, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. I tell you all the reasons to stay away from my Tigers. But if you make me pick, I'm not picking against them. I'm just not gonna do it. That's yeah. You you got a point there. You got a point. Uh, let's see. Let's let's talk red zone with them. New England's offense number thirty two in the league in the red zone. Uh, Tampa Bay's defense, That's however, uh, Tampa Bay's defense is not great in that spot. Number twenty five 
in red zone DVOA. Uh, as far as the other side of the ball, Tampa Bay's offense, red zone DVOA, number four. He gets down there. Tom Brady is going to get him in the end zone. New England, their defense, DVOA, is uh, is number 23 in the red zone. So that's not good. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm gonna take it. I'm a I'm a roll with the pat or with the uh, with the Bucks minus seven. So that's probably the right side. <sighs> what a what a pain. What a pain. All right, let's talk uh, Monday Night Football right quick before we give our super contest picks out. Uh, the Raiders headed to the Chargers. Chargers are a three and a half point favorite. Total of fifty two and a half. Again, odds brought to you by BetUS. Where the game begins. Click the link in the description to get signed up for a hundred and twenty five percent deposit bonus. Uh, brother, they three and a half feels like way too many. I think the Raiders have looked like the better football team thus far. I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm absolutely going to take the Raiders because I think they win the ball game. Like th- this Raiders team looks really, really good right now. And no, going to Miami wasn't the easiest thing in the world. But you give me three and a hook, and and I think I got the better football team. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders. Uh. <sighs> Give me the Chargers. Rolling Chargers. Okay. okay. Give me the Chargers. I like this Ra- Raiders team. You know that. I I think the Chargers might have found something. And going up against uh, against the Chiefs last week. Yeah. All right. So the Chargers defense is uh, number twenty-two in DVOA. Their offense is number fifteen. Las Vegas's offense is number 17 in DVOA, and their defense is number 11. So, total DVOA, Vegas is number 14, the Chargers number 22. I, special teams, the Chargers number 32. they dead last in the league in special teams. Uh, Las Vegas is uh, number 13 in that metric. I, I see where you're coming from because I think that the Chargers probably have the better quarterback in this battle over Derek Carr. Um now we have we have spoken ill of Derek Carr for many many years, but he has played incredibly well this year. So maybe maybe I should hold my judgment there. But yeah, I um, I, I the the biggest thing here, Las Vegas' offense, their DVOA by half. Uh, in the first half, Vegas is bad, number thirty one. In the second half, they are number three in the league. So, you know. Chargers get out to a big enough lead, maybe. So I, I just, I, I think, I think I like the Raiders here. But you, I can see where you're coming from with the Chargers. These, these are some rough games to pick, man. Rough games to pick. You, uh, you got some super contest picks. Yep, I got five of them. Let's, we talked about a lot of them. Oh yeah, same, same with me, same with me. All right, let's, uh, let's dive into it. Our NFL. Oh, by the way, before we do all that, our records on the season for the other games for the NFL games of the week. I am fifteen and nine overall. Went six and three last week. Uh, you are twelve and twelve. You went five and four last week. Uh, as far as super contest NFL week four super contest picks, Chris, you are sitting at seven six and two. You went two and three last week. I am eight and seven. Uh, I am three and two as of last week. So I will let you start us off because you have got a better profit than I do at seven six and two. So go ahead and give me your first pick here. I'm taking the Browns and the Vikings. I'm going. I'm going with uh, with my Brownies. I, uh, I I just think they're a better team. I think that uh, they're going to give the Vikings a lot of problems. I can uh, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, next, the first game up for me is Washington 
in Atlanta. Washington is a one-point favorite. Uh, my line on this was actually Washington minus four. I know that Atlanta got a win against the Giants last week, but everybody's getting a win against the Giants. I think Washington can score enough to keep up with the Falcons. I also think that their defense is better than they looked against the Bills. So give me Washington minus the one on the road. What's uh, what's game number two for you? I'm taking the Panthers. Okay. At the Cowboys. I, I just I just think they're playing really good football. I think they're going to keep it close. They might get the first loss, but it won't be a blowout. I can I can feel that. I can feel that. Uh, game number two for me, game we just talked about. Raiders plus three and a half at the Chargers. I think the Raiders are the better football team. Even on the road, I don't think they should be catching points in this spot. Chargers look good against a, a bad Chiefs defense last week, but Raiders defense is better. The Raiders offense playing really well right now. I kind of trust Derek Carr, which may get me into trouble, but I'm going to take the Raiders plus three and a half. Uh, game number three for you. Uh, we're going to go head-to-head on that game. I'll, I'll take the Chargers. Okay. Okay. I can get down with it. All the same reasons that you gave earlier, right? I like it. All right. Chargers minus three and a half. Write it down. Uh, Game four for me, Colts plus two at the Dolphins. I think the demise of the Colts has been greatly exaggerated. Uh, No, they did not look great against the Titans last week. However, the Dolphins are, uh, I think they had to pull a horseshoe out of their ass last week to be able to get that game to overtime. Uh, Jacoby played okay, but he wasn't great. I think the Colts are going to go down there. I think the Colts are going to win the game. So, give me the Colts plus two at the Dolphins. I'll take the Eagles, and I'll take those nine points from the Chiefs. Once again, the Chiefs haven't covered but one game in the last 12 or 13, whatever the number is. Uh, 14. I'm just going to keep betting against them until they cover. That's, uh, that's not a bad strategy, my friend. Not a bad strategy at all. Uh, last game for me, game number five. The New York football giants are going to New Orleans, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first game for the Saints in their home stadium. So, Saints minus 7.5, I'm going to take the Saints. Like, I've I've bet on them a lot this year. They have won for me quite a bit. Now, I bet against them last week, but I'm hopping back on the Jameis train. Uh, He looked good against the Pats last week. I don't think the Giants are anything to write home about. Uh, I'm actually going to look this up to make sure but I, regardless of where the game is, I think the Saints are going to win this by double digits. So give me the Saints minus seven and a half. Yeah, the hook scares me. The hook scares me off of that when I'm staying away. Um, I'm going to go Ravens as they uh, pick them against the Broncos. I think they're the better football team overall. Um, I like Baltimore a lot, and I think they go into Denver and they get a win. I can get with it. Uh, trying to look it up right now, and none of these, uh, none of these sites has. <laughs> they don't tell where the damn game is. Not a one. Even even the stupid uh, uh, New Orleans Saints uh, schedule, like their their website, doesn't say. So that's <laughs> just so irritating. So irritating. Uh, nope. Here we go. Here we go. It is at Caesar Superdome. So their first game since the hurricane at home. I think the fans are going to be riled up. I think they are going to be. Absolutely all in on it. So Saints minus seven and a half is my last one. And Ravens pick them at the Broncos is yours. And I can see all of them. This is going to be a fun, fun week of NFL football, my friend. Uh, Anything else that we need to hit on before I let you go and end the show? Man, that's it, brother. That is it. All right, brother. I will go ahead and hang up the phone, let you get out of here. and, uh, And then I will close this thing out. Thank you, sir. 
Absolutely. All right, everybody. That is the end of the show. We appreciate you for hanging around. Of course, head over to winningcureseverything.com. You can find all of our picks that we just gave out in the pick section uh, towards the end of the week. And, of course, the contest, the Pick'em Contest, seven college games, three NFL games. Go ahead and dive in, and you can win a $20 Amazon gift card. Make sure you sign up over there. This is going to be a lot of fun this week. Of course, Friday, our college football off-the-radar Pick'em show Gonna be a lot to discuss. We've uh, we've talked about college game day. We've talked about Notre Dame and BYU. We talked about the AAC expansion. All kinds of stuff today. Hopefully, you appreciate the show. And if you do, which the numbers say that you do, because it continues to grow just like it does every football season. But this year, we have hit just record numbers. So we appreciate you for that. Thank you for checking out everything that we're doing. Uh, tell your friends about it, of course. Make sure and leave us a nice five-star review over at Apple Podcasts. That certainly helps out as well. Gets us in front of more football fans. And uh, and tell your friends, of course, like I said, make sure and click the like button on the video and everything else. So with that said, I am going to get us out of here. We got it in under an hour. Not bad. Not bad. So hopefully you enjoyed the rest of your day. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully, hopefully, all of your tickets cash this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.